gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your host, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. We are. That's that's our names. That that uh, the guy mm-hmm. said there. Yes, you're you're damn right. This is uh, episode number. What are we, 103 now? 103. 103. Jeez, we sound like a radio station now. 103.7 Shitty Music FM! <laughs> We've got all the shittiest hits from all your least favorite artists like Justin Bieber. <laughs> and then we'd play the clip. Oh, baby, baby. I got Justin Bieber. Oh, wait, that, was, that sounds like Paul Stanley. No, uh, uh, listen. Don't you put me on that radio station. That's not a very nice radio station. <laughs> Let's see. Let's think of other shitty bands. The Bunny and the Bear. Um, wait, what? Who, who else sucks? Newfound Glory. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm thinking. Chevelle. Oh, <laughs> and of course, all of the all of the worst classic bands like the Beatles, Nirvana. Uh, who else do I hate? Let's see. Gigi Allen. <laughs> Had pretty much anything punk rock since 1997. What? Hey, don't don't throw the Ramones in there. <laughs> The Ramones were around before 97. They were like in the 80s, man. They were like in the late 70s, dude. They were fucking made punk rock. Oh, well, fuck. There you go. I was going to say, they made 20 albums of it. Sex Pistols couldn't last past one. Fucking losers. <laughs> yeah, Sex Pistols kind of sucked. Um, I don't think Marky's hair survived the 80s. But... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't survive much. I'd be, survived, I'd be uh, uh, surprised if it survived this pandemic. Rick talking to me. Come on, man. It's a wig. Like, like I don't know. Like, anybody with eyes can't tell. Uh, oh, man. Uh, speaking of Rick, we got a new episode of uh, Band the Real Life Misadventures of Rick Those Sort of Friends coming up this Wednesday. Uh, we haven't taped it yet, so I don't know what the fuck it's going to be about. But. Yeah, but it'll uh, be there. And I'll tell you guys something else while we're at the front of the show here. You guys... If you haven't already checked out GunsAndRadio.com, you should really come and join us for the early access because you get the you get access to every one of our shows the day we finish them. <clears throat> Pretty much, so you got at least like a good four to six days in advance. Oh yeah, well here lately we've been taping on Monday or Tuesday, and I've been getting them up that same night before we even go to bed. Holy shit, so you're getting double, double before, dose of us on Monday. Before I go to bed. I mean, I yeah. don't know what time you go to bed. But <laughs> it depends. I don't know. My sleep schedule's been fucked since I was like 14, so it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> oh, that's fine, man. Here's what you do, man. You get real drunk every night until you pass out. And there you go. No, yeah, least too. I mean, I heard Ambien's also good, but then you end up tweeting racist shit like racist shit. Bar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we don't want that. Um, <laughs> we don't want to get canceled. <laughs> I didn't know Ambien turned you into a race. <laughs> God, that was some shit, man. <laughs> Side effects may include racism. 
<laughs> and fucking stupidity. Fucking your cousin. <laughs> well, no, that's what you drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> Fondness of banjo music. <laughs> oh man if you like that little piece of advice uh we got some good news because uh your boy dustin here is going to be giving you some relationship advice people Ooh, even better you know that's nice it. one can get these days you know Listen, man, today, today on the show, the song of the day, we ain't even talked about the fucking show today. Yeah, <laughs> shit. We're, we're, we're just making fun of every, like, you know, uh, stereotypical uh, group and, like, every demographic possible here. So, like, we're just, like, asking to get thrown off the air. <laughs> well, at this point, who cares? We'll keep going. We'll record this show in fucking tin cans if we have to. Do we finish this goddamn Yeah, list? you can find us now on the dark web. Um, just down the tour. <laughs> And you have to pay us 0.15 of a Bitcoin per episode. So. <laughs> Fuck that. It's too much work. We'll just start putting it on Pornhub if it comes down to it. Oh, yeah. We could, you still have the Pornhub account. I mean, why not? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do still have the Pornhub channel. Uh, but, you know, today we're going to be reviewing a song called Tenderness by Duff McKagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I got it in a song I have not heard, but am not looking forward to hearing. Yeah, I like briefly listened to like a little bit of it before when on the air. Like I think I've heard it like once before, like when this whole when the whole marketing thing for the album started when it was announced and all that shit. And I'm just something. I'm still burnt out on Duff shit from where the wheel got stuck on Duff for like what a month or two. A month Dude, and a half. yeah, but it got stuck on like shitty Duff. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully. This doesn't suck, but I got to be honest, I'm not optimistic. Uh, but uh, that's later on in the show. That's the good mm. news is that's not happening right now. <laughs> so Not yet. Hold, hold your horses, kids. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. So what we're going to do instead is uh, at the beginning of the show here, uh, you know, we talked about on this show, we've made references to Duff being the Taylor Swift of GNR. He always seems to have a yeah. lot of relationship problems. Yeah. I believe I mentioned that in episode 100. We're like <laughs> the Taylor Swift of rock and roll. Right, right. Always hung up. See, Taylor Swift is hung up on dudes she went on like, you know, a handful of dates with. And they probably were, she's probably like waiting for him to like make the move, like, you know, to make things quote unquote official. And then like, they just didn't give a shit. Because she was Duff crazy. Just, or Duff just looks at a woman and he has to write a love song about her. So we we took to Reddit and we hunted down a few people in similar situations. We don't want anybody to end up like poor Duff over here, always writing another love song about a different woman and yeah, being a and, shit. Yeah, so so everybody knows I am the master when mm-hmm. it comes to relationships with the ladies. I, I I say this a lot, but it's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you not agree, Caputo? I'm quite the ladies' man here. I mean, let's just let's just put the cards on the table. It's what it is. <laughs> chicks dig me. <laughs> I mean, the chicks dig me, and and that's just that's just how it is. So, uh, <laughs> as an expert in uh, uh, the relationship with the females, uh, we're going to read some of these people's problems from reddit and i'm going to give you some relationship advice 
Alright. So maybe one of our listeners hears themselves hears these in a similar situation and uh really neat could use my knowledge here. Mm-hmm. So uh that's what we're gonna do. So Caputo's gonna read me a few of them. I may interrupt you from time to time and say stop or something. That's but, cool. Something to say, because I know some of these looked pretty long when we were doing rehearsal. So, uh, take it away, Caputo. Which one or which which per, which problem am I going to help solve first with my expertise on the Dustin Bones love connection here? All right, all right. On first on the DBLC, as we're we're an acronym this shit. Put that on a hashtag, <laughs> on a T-shirt, brother. <laughs> That's um, right. So this one here, my girlfriend's roommate is a nudist. Ah. Yeah, they put nudist in quotes. Okay. All right, so here we go. Here's the so far, so good. I'm yeah. not really seeing the problem, but okay. <laughs> Basically, my girlfriend's roommate is a nudist, and she's pretty much nude most of the time. When I first started going over to my girlfriend's place, I asked her multiple times if she could ask her roommate to put on clothes when I'm there, and in brackets, which is rarely. Uh, my girlfriend just said that's her lifestyle. She isn't going to change just because I'm there. And here's the quote, and if I don't like what I see, then I shouldn't look. No, I mean, I can I can see that. I assume she's hot, and that's what's uh, got him a little upset here. Yeah, and then it continues here. I'm pretty sure that was a free pass to look when I do look every once in a while. Sounds like it to it, me. Or it just looks like I'm looking at her when I'm not. My girlfriend gets upset and tells me to stop. Her roommate literally just walks around. She does not stay in one place. Should I just stop going <clears> over there? Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. I'd never stop going over there. As a matter of fact, I mean, worst come to worst, hook up with the roommate. I mean, fuck, you know where she's staying. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hook up with the roommate, move her into your house. And then, you know, you can come home, you a naked woman walking around all the time. That sounds pretty cool to me. <laughs> I mean, all you need, all you got to do is get her to where she'll bring you a beer. And then, you know, you come home from work, naked woman meets you with a beer and, you know, walks around nude all day. Mm-hmm. You know, sounds pretty yeah. good to me. Uh, yeah. I would say, if anything, uh, I would probably want to move in and be the roommate, and then maybe kick the girlfriend out. Like keep the girlfriend as a relationship, but then you leave. You live with the naked roommate, <laughs> and and then, or you know, if this thing is really bothering you and it's really upsetting you the way she's treating you, here's here's what you do, man. You give her a taste of your own medicine. All right, move one of your buddies in. And uh, let him walk around. Every time your girlfriend comes over, let him walk around with a schlong dangling uh, all over the place. And uh, then be like, what? What? That's his lifestyle. If you don't like the dingle dangle, don't be looking down there, I guess. And then do you give her give her a little taste of her own medicine. Uh, probably not the route I'd go. I'd just move in with a roommate or whatever. Because uh, it definitely sounds like she's... Uh, She's down, so I mean, you wouldn't have to worry about her throwing her clothes on real quick if you got caught. So, <laughs> <laughs> what are these? Get this shit off me. <laughs> yep, that's my advice. One of those two paths. There's two paths you can take there. I don't you you know, and uh, yeah, if it really bothers you, you want to give her a taste of her own medicine. Do the one with your buddy, uh, preferably somebody really hairy, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> There you go, man. Just give her, give her a taste of her own medicine. See how she likes. I, I prefer that second way. I think you know. I think you can definitely do something like that. You know. <laughs> I'd say, uh, you know, I'd be like, "Why are you fucking looking, freak?" Yeah. 
What, what you see something down there you like there, honey? Yeah. What am I not packing enough heat for you, bitch? <laughs> Get your eyes off of Earl's wiener. Earl. <laughs> Shall we move on to the next one? Yeah, let's move on to the next one. All right. So this one uh, is titled "My Boyfriend Doesn't Have Sex with Me Anymore," um, and it oh, goes on to hear is my she ugly? boyfriend. Well, there's no pictures here. I'm just trying to read oh. the story. Uh, my boyfriend and I have been together for almost two years now. I al- I've always known my sex drive is a little higher than his, but he's always the one who's getting, quote-unquote, pleased, and oh. he never reciprocates it. Oh, we're, well. We're both attractive people, but he also has some issues keeping up when we have sex. So oftentimes when we try to have sex, we end up stopping fairly quickly, and I go down on him for the rest of the time. He's told okay. me, yeah. So he's told me he prefers oral rather than sex, weirdo, but never pleases me. So I'm stuck in this cycle of letting him finish and I never get anything. How can I try to change this? It feels like he doesn't want to have sex with me anymore, but still tries to get me to do stuff to him, even though I get nothing in return. I got a solution for you, man. And kill two birds with one stone here. Get the, uh, get the naked roommate from the other story. <laughs> Move her in. Let your girlfriend have a lesbian relationship with her on the side. All right. That way she can do all the shit you don't want to do. And then your girlfriend, she'll still do the stuff that you like for her to do. Everybody win. Yeah. Or just don't be a lazy dude. Or as I like to call them, the lazy fucks in the bedroom. You call them the starfish. Just fucking (laughs) lay there. Or like, "Ah, (laughs) yeah, do me. I'm doing nothing. Like, don't be a fucking starfish. And, you know, fucking put in the work, my friend. You know, reciprocate, uh, man. It's only fair. Well, you know, there you got to work smarter, not harder sometimes, man. Okay? Sometimes you got to get a little creative. All right, here's what you do. Go to the sex shop. Get those little uh, those uh, things that you put on your thumb that looks like a tongue that vibrates. All right? You're going to want to buy about 20 of these. Okay? Jeez. <laughs> Now hear me out. This is a, this is a foolproof thing. It works. And now go get you a bicycle and flip it upside down and put half of it under the bed so that the back tire is sticking up. Now you're gonna want to glue all of these uh, liquor tools to the uh, to the to the back tire. So then while she's on front of you sucking your dick with her ass in the air, you can just pedal on the bicycle with and let it spin around with the tongues licking, and and you know that's a lot less work. Then thrusting. <laughs> Did you just make like a Rube Goldberg sex machine? <laughs> yeah, it's. I guess. It's, oh my god! What in the fuck? And that's <laughs> that costs you fucking so much money, though. Just do the fucking work. <laughs> nah, not if you go get a cheap bicycle from like a yard sale or something. Or if it's yeah. not that nice of a neighborhood you live in, steal it. <laughs> I mean, if you live in a shitty neighborhood, people's bikes are getting stolen all the time. They're not going to turn a turn a nobody going to bat an eyeball to a bicycle getting stolen in this neighborhood. Flip it upside down, glue the things to the tire like I told you. Have her on the edge of the bed with the butt up in the air while her head's down and you're growing. You take your legs and you just pedal. And that's all you got to do then. There's a whole lot less work. She gets stimulated, you get stimulated, everybody goes home happy. All right, <laughs> I disagree, but hey, it's do you, man? 
Expert advice here, bud. <laughs> uh, hang on. Let's move on to the next one here. Let's see. Hang on. I'm going to try and find it here. Oh, okay. Let's do this one. Um, so, my best friend's mom tried to seduce me. There's the headline Oh, here. nice. It says, I'm not even sure why I'm posting this because no one believed me, but someone sent me a message today asking if there's an update. So, there we go. Uh, someone had suggested I talk to my parents about what she did, and I did. Uh, guess they didn't believe me either because my dad literally laughed at me, and my mom told me to lay off porn and stop making up stuff. <laughs> <laughs> stop jerking off, sir. Is his mom hot? That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, then I talked to my friend. He got mad at me, punched me, gave him a black eye. What? Damn. And said, I'm not welcome in his house anymore before kicking me out. Oh, so I guess he was talking to the... The friend of the mom. Friend. Yeah, his friend's yeah. mom, whatever. Okay. So at least right now, I won't have to deal with her sexual harassment. I can tell you right now, bud. Sounds to me like your buddy just gave you a shiner. And any man knows that you can't get a black eye and leave that unreciprocated. Yeah. That's just not how we do things. Yeah. You've got to get back at him. And what's the best way of getting back at somebody, no matter what they did? Fuck his mom. That too. Or, you know, as in the <laughs> wrestling business, they call it a receipt. So just give him one right in his other eye. Oh, he'll never be able to. Like, the, the black eye will go away. The fact that you fucked his mom will never. Yeah. That'll be with him for the rest of his life. He could kill you. And you, he, he, could, he can end your life, but you can't unfuck his mom. Yeah. You came right. out of that, but I went in there. I discovered that's it right. again. <laughs> I, I think that sounds like the perfect revenge. It ain't even about the relationship here anymore. It's about revenge for getting your head knocked off at somebody's house like that. All you got to do is fuck his mom. And, uh, yeah. That's what i do. Fuck his mom, I guess. Fuck his mom. I'd also, yeah, well, i at least try to. I mean, if she does make another move, say, okay, do it, bitch, let's go. And then, yeah, that's then, then the son walks in, and guess what? I'm going to fucking give him a nice shot right back. It's only fair, man. I wouldn't hit him. You you hit him harder with a smile at that particular moment than you would your fist. He walks in, you're fucking his mom, you turn around and... I'd say, take a picture, it lasts longer. Turn around and smile at him, give him a thumbs. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> <laughs> With his picture, like, you know, like, she'll have his picture, make sure you got a picture of him on the table next to the bed that you can be looking at so you know what you're doing this for. And then make sure he sees you looking at his picture when he walks in. Like, you want him to know that this is spite. Like, you you really want to get that point across. And, uh, oh, and if you got Instagram, take lots of pictures and uh, tag him in them. On Instagram, so all your friends know and uh, everything that you fucked his mom. Because <laughs> you want all of his friends to also know and there not to be any kind of doubt. Like, he punched me in the eye. What did I do about it? I fucked his mom. You're the king now. <laughs> if you want to be really smart about it, how about you, you know, you have the pictures, you have the video. Making OnlyFans. Oh, oh <laughs> and, and say you want you want the you want the proof? Ten bucks Some, a month, something. Jared's mom dot com. Yeah. <laughs> make, make your own website. <laughs> Fuck. 
Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Fuck his mom. That's my final answer on that. And then you make money off it. Yeah. That works. I think that's brilliant. The OnlyFans suggestion. See, Caputo's quite the ladies' man himself, too. Yeah. I mean, you're not prostituting her. You're just prostituting yourself at that point. So, I mean... You're prostituting... If, if let's say I'm saying Jared, well, the, the kid's name's not Jared, but we're well, using just, the name Jared. You're prostituting Jared's name, is what you're doing. You know that one hot mom you see picking Jared up at the school bus all the time when we was kids. Now you don't even have to wonder what she looks like when she's fucking. Thanks to yeah. Jared's mom dot com. <laughs> you'll need X-ray goggles for that. <laughs> While X-ray you're on this. While you're in the giving mood, why not come join the Patreon page on GunsRadio.com? You can see us discuss this crazy shit on video. (laughs) And get more shit. (laughs) All right, let's see. What's our next? uh, Who who needs my help next? Okay, this is an interesting one. So, uh, my girlfriend hasn't been paying rent, and I'm considering kicking her out. Not done. My girlfriend and I have been in a relationship for six years, but this has been our first year living together. Originally, I worked part-time while being a full-time student, and she worked full-time at a job she had been at for years. Our agreement was to split split rent bills and chores 50-50. It's pretty fair. Everything went fine until six months in. She told me she was very depressed and wanted to quit her job and take a mental health break for one to two months. I completely support this decision, and she told me that she would save up one to two months of her half of rent. She quit her job immediately and mismanaged her money so she didn't have anything left. Oh, damn. I covered her half thinking it would be only temporary. It has now been six months and she is still not employed. She has not even applied for any jobs. I have run through my savings and I've had to switch to working full-time on top of being a full-time student in order to pay for rent bills, necessities, and all other sorts of shit. Uh, me being busier more has taken a strain on our relationship because she feels that I don't spend enough time with her. Well, no shit! Uh, so he proposed the following suggestions, but she's turned them all down. Um, so he proposed helping her find a job, even if it's only part-time, um, helping her find a therapist so she can, you know, get over her mental health issues or whatever, uh, or having her take over more responsibilities as far as cleaning, running errands, um, just so he'd have a little bit more time, you know, for them two to do whatever, and finding someone else to move in, because they have, apparently it says they have two rooms and pay rent while she works on herself. Uh, the end of the lease is coming up, and I'm considering telling her that she can no longer live here. Taking on extra financial responsibilities has taken a burden on me. I also love her, and I'm familiar with mental health struggles, but I don't want to kick her out when she's down. Look, man, you being taken right now. Six months? Six months? I'd understand, like, two weeks. No, fuck that. Be gone with you. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. Don't even play. Let the leash run out. And then be like, look... I can't afford this shit by myself no more. We got to get a smaller apartment and then move into a one bedroom and be like, oh man, sorry, but uh, I just don't have room for you here in my new one bedroom apartment. If she gets mad and breaks up with you, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, at this point, she'll go be somebody else's problem, mooch off somebody else, man. I'm going to tell you, I've dated lazy bitches in the past, man. Let me mm-hmm. tell you right now, this bitch is taking you for a fucking ride. Like, yeah. Six months. Yeah. I can understand yeah. one month. It don't take no fucking six months. Yeah. You know, I can understand, like, you know, trying to be, like, supportive in these kind of relationships, but you can only be, like, supportive to such an extent. No, that's the kind of shit only a hot girl gets away with. That's the kind of shit a hot girl get. Hot girls get away with way too much shit. 
And you giving her way too much fucking leeway. Nah, bruh. Hell no. Don't let her fuck up your finances. That's the last thing. Finances is what makes you a man. You do your own finance. She goes to fucking up your finances. You kick her ass out. Hook up with her little sister. That's how you do. I think your advice ends up being hooking up with someone related to them in the family. <laughs> Not always, but, you know, in this case... <laughs> the last couple have been fine. In this case, that's what I would do. <laughs> that's how you do that. Yeah. <laughs> fucking six months. Give me a fucking break. Six months? Fuck you. Fuck you after three. That's not how adulthood works. Get your shit together, bruh. Or here's what you do. If you don't mind her not working, first off, I'd still kick her ass to the curb. But if you want to get you a woman that's going to not work and stay home anyway, what you do is, is you go get you one of them Amish girls. And they'll stay home and clean the house and all that shit won't complain about it. Mm-hmm. And, or what's them my uh, Mennonites and Mennonite girls? They're, they're well behaved too. Uh, I also, uh, recommend, uh, mail order brides from the Philippines. They're all, the girls from the Philippines are also very well behaved <laughs> and, uh, will do all that wifely shit. If she's going to stay home and not have a job anyway, at least, you know, you got clean socks when you come home. I mean, shit. We're going to go back to the way it was back in the day. Let's go back to the way it was back in the day. I mean, at least she could cook me some dinner or something while I'm... Then it's not so bad. It's like, okay, well, you know what? I can live with this. I'd be mad when I come home from working all day, but at least I get to eat, you know? It's true. Point. Oh, that bitch lady's probably a nasty-ass house, too. Because he ain't got time to clean it, and she ain't going to fucking do it. So... Yeah. I just say get with somebody else. I wouldn't recommend the Russian mail order brides, though. They sent, they tend to have a bad attitude. Yeah. Uh, you want to look more for a Persian wayfinder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those Persian ones now. Those are good. Uh, hot, too. Uh, who else is hot? You can probably buy on the internet. Uh, those Indian girls are really hot. Um uh, who else is hot? Those uh, those girls from Saudi Arabia, those are really hot. Yeah. Uh, I say, if you want to follow that route, I'd say download the Tor browser and get on the dark web and uh, load up on some Bitcoin. You can definitely yeah, just buy you, just buy you a wife. There you go. That's it. There you go. Use use maybe whatever fucking Bitcoin, <laughs> Dogecoin, <laughs> fuck coin, whatever fucking coins are making. This Could shit. you imagine like being the wife that got bought with Dogecoin? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got the bottom of fucking Ethereum. <laughs> got bought with a bullshit currency. My parents go to church with three different men that have mail order brides from uh, the Philippines. Which, by the way, that's how come I recommend because those women are all well behaved. They don't argue with their husband or nothing. <laughs> and 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 uh, and I told my mom, I was like, "Man, can you imagine being a single girl at this church?" And all these single men are going like, eh, I'll just buy one off the internet. Forget that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Wasn't that who else needs my help? 
I think we got one last one here. Let me make sure. One last lucky person. Yes, one last one here. So the the header, my girlfriend wants to transition directly from long-distance relationship to living together and got upset when I expressed doubts. Oh, boy. I'm expressing doubts for you, man. Yeah. Long story short, we started dating just before COVID when we were both living in the same city. I was studying my master's as an exchange student, and she was working as an English teacher. We dated for a couple months, and when COVID happened, happened, I had to go back to my country. That was a bit longer than a year ago. We've been dating strictly in a long-distance relationship since as there are more than 10,000 kilometers between us. Jesus I don't believe in long-distance relationships, man. There ain't no way. It's very unlikely those work, dude. Very unlikely. Ain't no way I'm going to have a girlfriend in goddamn Timbuktu that I'm not going to have sex if somebody I meet up at the club or something wants to go. Not going to happen. If you're in another country, it don't count. You're in another state, it don't count. Fuck, if you... if you, There's got to be a limit. Yeah. Um, I'll go on here. Uh, my girlfriend is still working in the same city as just signed a new contract for two more years. And this summer, I'm finishing my studies and trying to get a job in the same place so we can be together. A few months ago, we talked about how we'd live when we're in the same city, and she thought each having their own apartment at first would be the best. And I agreed and still agree. However, mm-hmm. yesterday, we had a similar conversation where she said she changed her mind and thinks we could we should get a place together that if we don't, it may be a year or so until we can live together because of leases and that we'd both be busy during the day with our work. So if we don't live together, we'd only see each other on the weekends, and she wants more than that. Holy shit, what a run-on sentence. Um, Proofread yourself <laughs> in the internet, you fucking idiots. Um, <laughs> sorry, grammar police coming out here. Uh, I expressed my doubts since neither of us has never shared a common space with a partner before, and well, we have only seen each other physically for very little time, and how transitioning so fast may be a huge shock and create a lot of arguments and fights, I kind of agree. But I also agree with her in that I don't want to take a year or so to move together, and I want to see her a lot. She got a bit disappointed and upset, and thinking that for her, we were in a certain stage of the relationship that maybe for me, I'm not there yet. I told her we can talk about it again in the summer, but well, I'm still having a lot of doubts. Man, ghost this bitch while you can. You know, like, while you're still far away, delete her email address and, and, and go about your damn business, man. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you, you're going to end up like the last guy we talked to where you're going to move in, you're going to start paying the bills and shit, and all of a sudden she's going to need to take two or three years off to work on herself. Nah. Nah. Ghost that bitch. Hook up with somebody local and... And 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 be done with it, like. Yeah, to to make a jump like that huge, like holy fuck, that's you're basically like skipping like four steps of the relationship right there. Yeah, in a way, or, unless like your love is that strong, which I kind of doubt. It seems like just reading from that, like no way. Nah, nah. If you if you work. look, man, if you that committed to to this lay, then this is what you're gonna have to do. Get the lease in your name so that when she quits working and needs to take a year off to work on herself, you can boot her ass to the curb and get somebody else. That last one. That's a big if, but it's also a possibility. You never know. I don't know what happened to the last guy. It's true. It is very true. Don't be a simp. Come on, guys. (laughs) Wow, Dustin, you're getting to hold that 2021 lingo now. (laughs) Well, I called them cucks back in the day, but... 
Yeah, I still use Cox. Let's be real. Cox will never go out of style. Oh, no. But no, if you have a girlfriend and she is not in the same fucking state as you and you have your little internet, your fake internet girlfriend, you are a simp and she is using you every fucking time. I don't care. She could have walked out the door and hooked up with somebody else in the middle of the goddamn COVID-19 pandemic. Nobody would have cared. Now, when it comes to getting laid, they wouldn't. It's true. It's true. It's a good point. I mean, yeah, I would be real iffy. I would be, I'm I'm, I'm real iffy about quick decisions like that, because you know who thinks uh, in quick decisions like that. If it sounds like something a crazy person might do. Don't do it. (laughs) I got some bad news about your girlfriend, bruh. Sorry, if you think she might be crazy, she's insane, and, and you're blinded by the good sex, because <laughs> the crazy ones do fuck good, so. Maybe I'm crazy. <clears throat> right. Crazy if you move in with that bitch. Well, somebody else has been... Needing some, uh, they could use my advice if he ever wants, if he ever wants it, come on to the uh, Dustin Bones Love Connection. Send us your uh, situation and we might review it in a future Dustin Bones Love Connection if we decide to do more of these someday. Yes, the DBLC may or may not come back. We'll let you guys vote on that. Yeah, I thought it was a successful bit. I thought I gave some... Yeah. Really heartfelt and well thought out advice to everybody here. At least you attempted to. You tried, you know. <laughs> but at the end of it, you got to be like, listen, this is my advice, but don't take it. Because <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for your stupid. Except the bicycle guy. I meant what I said about that. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say I'm speaking from experience on that, but let's just say. Uh, <laughs> It sounds like you were. <laughs> you fucking info. Let's, let's just say I know a thing or two about pleasing a woman sexually. And uh, that's 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 how you do it, man. Yeah, join us next week for Dustin Bones' sexcapades. I could be the next Sue Johansson. I could, I, I really believe, you don't know who that is. You're too rich. no fucking what? You're just throwing down names. I was going to throw in like the Dr. Drew thing, but eh. Who's that? Was it Sue Johansson was the Canadian sex lady, the old lady that talked about sex late at night? That was Dr. Drew, Loveline? I don't know. Sue Johansson's a Canadian writer, speaker, registered nurse, sex educator. Okay, so yeah. She's like a hundred if she's a day. She do. She's ninety years old and still alive. Yeah, that's her. Talk sex with Sue Johansson. Yeah. That was uh, that was the lady. Sunday that... night sex show. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So uh, I, yeah, I really think I might could be the next uh, Sue Johansson. So let, uh, if you've got your problems, oh by the way, if you look in the description of this uh, podcast, you can actually leave Caputo and myself a voicemail. Ooh. Uh, and uh, we'll play those in a future episode. We want to push that a little bit because I didn't, I didn't know we could do that. So send yeah. us your voice clip if you need some love advice. <laughs> that's Anything, a perfect way to do. There you go. That's a that's a free shout out for you guys, especially. Yeah, good way to be on the show. Uh, you ready to listen to Tenderness by Duff McKagan? 
Yeah, that wasn't it. That was an ad. <laughs> no, that was an ad. But yeah. uh, but let's get into this. The title track from his, I guess, currently latest studio album as of when we're recording this. Well, it says this video was posted two years ago. Yeah, because he wrote, he did the stuff in between Junior tours. Okay. Uh, I can tell. Tell, tell, tell. I don't know. I'm going to be fair. We'll try to be. I mean, we're getting a lyric video that I'm looking at here. So. Lost away. Okay. So gather round. These lost and found. Stormy clouds. Man, this is pissing me off. It ain't even making no sense. Please come on down, folks. Come on Have down. Get that love advice from Dustin Bones. DBLC. Hashtag it. You'll never have to feel like this. Guys, oh, wow, actually, at least drums in this track. Something. Okay. That empty sound. God's not around. Man, can you imagine if you went to see him live and he opened with this? Just pump the brakes on the excitement from the get-go. This is like the song the guy sings that comes to your school to perform for the students. And this is the song he wrote. God, that reminds me of like, you know, fucking Christian rock bands that come and sing about Jesus. Yeah! That's kind of... You know what? I was just thinking something similar, too. A little bit. Like when you're... This is kind of a bit better. Like when you're at church and then they bring in the guy with an acoustic guitar. Jesus is my friend. To the youth ministry. And they make him dress like what a rocker roller looked like 20 years ago so he can appeal to the kids. Yeah, okay, he'll dress like one of the members of the Fred Events. <laughs> yeah. Tendinitis is what we need. Tendinitis. Stepped on the nail. Tendinitis, won't you please come on down. Tetanus, can't you feel it? In your fucking souls. <laughs> I got bit by a rabies dog. <laughs> we gotta stay. Get off the ground. You know, this would be good to go to sleep to. It's good nighttime music. I think this song would be better done by Foster the People than Duff McKagan. I could probably see him doing that. Because honestly, the more I think about it, like, let's take this very song. Don't change anything about it. Song's over, by the way. That's the end. 
Um, take this very song, don't change anything about it, but have Foster the People play it instead of Duff McKagan. Mm. Then I'm expecting something like that going into it. It'd make a good closing track on a Foster the People album. But yeah. Well, let's do our final thoughts. You want me to go first this week? I'll let you go first. Uh, yeah, like I said, I, I, I think I would like this song better if it were done by somebody else. Uh, it was a little dull. It didn't really showcase any of Duff's other talents. I mean, I guess it wasn't supposed to. It's supposed to be what it is, and mm-hmm. what it is I did not care for. Um I mean, if it had been anybody else, I'd say maybe a two and a half to three star song. So I'm just going to meet in the middle and say two and a half. Yeah. I'm going yeah, to put it right smack in the middle. I didn't care for it, but I, it wasn't a bad song, I guess. Mm. I yeah. Know. It's not terrible. It, it's okay. I'd probably go around the same lines, give it two and a half. I mean, like, I. I don't know. I wish there was like a little more substance in the song, but I can also understand why, you know, maybe for like the lyrically and the message of sort of this like, you know, song, put a little more, um, less, I guess. I just wanted like a little more substance, put some, some more fucking guitars in there or something. Um, something, yeah. Something. It's not terrible. It's there. Um, but it's for the there. title track off this album, it's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's nothing like super special. Um, but yeah. A two and a half, I think, for me. It's it's right in the middle. It's, There's something. It's all right, but then it's like, would I probably listen to this multiple times? No. So. There's something I can't think of that might make this better. Um, Marijuana? Uh, maybe. Right. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Go a little harder, I think, maybe. Marijuana? Oh, oh well, maybe. Maybe that would fix the song. I don't know. Uh, you want to spin the wheel and see what we get next week? Yeah, let's let's see. Hopefully we get some more. Something not in the middle. Something that's good shit. Uh, we only want good shit this time, Will. And be sure to head over to G and Extra where the conversation will continue. We'll talk about all kinds of cool shit and all that good stuff. Let's see... Superhuman VR. Ah, all right. All That's right. a Velvet Revolver. Yeah, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't hate going down the Velvet Revolver rabbit hole with Dan last week. So, yeah, uh, it's from their first album. It looks like so. Oh, nice. some really good shit. So, I'm looking forward to this one. Oh yeah, Superhuman by Velvet Revolver. Yeah, uh, it's going to be our song that we're going to review next week. And of course, don't forget. If you want to get early access to all of our shows, you don't have to wait till Monday. You can get them up to seven days before they yeah, launch. <laughs> so head on over to gunsandradio.com. Join the Patreon page. Get your early access. And you know what? For, for one low price, not only do you get early access, you get to watch the video version too. Video you get version. to see what I'm doing to Caputo right now. That's, right back at me. That's pissing him off. What? what am I doing at Caputo's face right up in his face right now? That's making him angry. <laughs> There's only one way to find out. And that's to watch the video. Hey, don't you point that thing at me. 
<laughs> uh, find out in the video version. But until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you here next Monday for another brand spanking new episode of Guns and Radio. Peace.